Hey, Jeff. Hey, Eric. How are you? I'm pretty good. How are you? Doing well, thank you. Given everything that's going on in the world right now, yes. what is one thing that is made you feel good, bright, light, um, made you laugh? I would say uh, there's been a, a few. You know, I, I, we were just talking to um, Ari Lennox this morning. Yeah. There were some funny things in there. I put up a, a poll. Yeah. Um, that asked who would win in a battle, Beyonce or Soldier Boy, and like the Instagram battles, yeah, that we've been uh, seeing online yeah. where uh, people put up twenty songs against another person's twenty songs. Yep. So I said Beyonce or Soldier. Yeah. And uh, and the responses to that, first of all, have made you laugh. Have been crazy. Okay. But also, it reinforced my idea that be- that Soldier Boy is, in fact. Really great. This is not a troll, Jeff? No. None, none of this is trolling? No. I think that Soldier Boy has hits. You have not... He has slaps. You have not put has, on for the people. This, this has uh, been a serious uh, investigative journey that you've been on. I want Soldier Boy... I, you can't even find somebody who could battle Soldier Boy right now on Instagram. <laughs> maybe, not, a, not a one? Maybe Drake. You think, you think the ultimate... You think the ultimate battle right now... Soldier Boy and Drake. Soldier Boy and Drake. Because Soldier Boy Drake takes Beyonce Boy. right now. What? I said Soldier Boy takes Beyonce right now. So, uh, okay. Yeah, got it. Soldier Boy, and I'm I'm honestly not even trolling. I I do think this is not if, you've been cooped in in this place. Well, I mean, who even knows? You're my, sort of my going mind nuts. is sort of like mashed potatoes right now. Yeah. But like, my my honest feeling is Soldier Boy has hits. Soldier Boy is underrated. 20, 20, 20 hits. Eric, twenty hits you to could battle raise, Drake. You could raise that Beyonce. number to whatever you want it to be. Soldier Boy's got hits. Okay, I'm not even going to say what's made me laugh, but that makes me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jeff was on the podcast today. On the podcast today is Jonte Austin, fresh off that win. Yeah, could he battle Soldier Boy? Jonte Austin, Soldier Boy. I'm not you know saying what? that. Soldier... Don't embarrass yourself. Okay, just, just don't do it. All right. Um, uh, yeah, he's the acclaimed songwriter from Atlanta. He did the Instagram battle against Neo. Mm-hmm. It was the one that sort of like righted the ship that people were like, oh, I get this whole thing. Yeah. Okay. Um, he's written for everyone from Mary J. Blige to Talk uh, about it. Mariah Carey. Talk about it. To just lots and lots and lots of Tony major, Braxton, major, major hits. Lil Bow Wow. Talk Shout about it. Shout out to, to Jante. Um, then Justin we go, Bieber. Talk about then it. Then we go out to LA and we link up with DJ Khalil. Yep. DJ Khalil could battle Soulja Boy. Again, Jeff, don't embarrass yourself. Hold on. I'm, DJ Khalil. Listen, DJ Khalil is a friend. Has worked, but... with, has worked with Dr. Dre. He's worked with Snoop. He's worked with Akon. He's worked with Big Boy. He's worked with The Clips. You know a lot of his music. It's really awesome. Kind of like a big deal. All of that. Yep. Um, then we go down back to Atlanta. Yeah. To link up with another producer. Our Sunny friend Digital. Sunny Digital. Mm-hmm. Jeff Sunny Digital. Soldier Boy. Again, hold on. Don't embarrass yourself. Uh, Sunny Digital, you guys know his whole catalog. Major super producer from down in Atlanta. Um, really funny conversation with him. Mm-hmm. Um, for anybody who really rocks with what we're doing right now, this daily show, Quarantine Radio, new episodes every day, Monday through Saturday, and then an It's the Real Classic episode on Sundays. Jeff, how can people help us keep going forward and keep this thing afloat? Okay, well, first of all, you can always hit us up on Twitter at It's the Real instagram at it's the real yes but also yeah patreon.com slash it's the real very important very important very powerful very necessary very significant yes all of that patreon.com slash it's the real go help your boys out today yeah we uh you know creatives need your help these are dark times for everybody, but creatives, we're keeping this thing going. Yes. Um, I do want to shout a couple people out, um, mm-hmm. or a couple of groups out. I, I want to shout out all the people who are on the front lines out there, and that's mm-hmm. medical professionals, number one. Yeah. All of you guys who are getting through this however you can, doctors, nurses, healthcare professionals, anyone who's out there dealing with people who are suffering right now, shout out to you. Yeah. The second group of people I want to thank are all the people outside who are doing deliveries, who are at uh, cash registers, yeah. who are um, really taking their lives into uh grave yeah. danger yeah and i mean like doing for the sake jobs of us. that they didn't think would be heroic yeah. yeah you know like because these are you know you just you're you're a cashier yeah you don't expect that you could be 
And really, you are, and we salute you, and we thank you. We thank you in person, and we thank you here. If you're listening out there and you're doing a job that is essential, thank you. Did we say sanitary workers? Sanitary workers, anyone who is outside who is doing true essential work. Yeah. Thank you very much. And I also want to shout out, and hope that all you guys shout out, people who live by themselves. Anybody who is, you know... uh, in a small place, a big place, it doesn't matter. You, one can be lonely. One can be lonely even if you live with other people. And I think that it's super important to check in on everybody who is out there just by themselves and more um, vulnerable vulnerable, and, and by themselves than maybe the rest of us are. So yep. salute to all of you guys. Love to all of you guys. Jeff, let's get on the phone with Jante Austin. Hello? Jante, what's what happening? Up? Hey, hey, how you guys doing? We're doing very well. How are you doing? I'm fantastic, man. Uh, just laying low in the house, uh, uh, staying quarantined. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. Well, listen, um, you know, I think when you write a song, when you put it out, there's a response that you get when you go out to a club, when you hear it on the radio, when you win awards. But how did you feel when songs that you wrote were played for the world and everyone was concentrated on Instagram Live, you against Neo, and they have this whole other meaning and this whole other effect on people who are solely, you know, checking in for you and, and your message. Um, it, it was amazing. I didn't really, like, you know, understand how big it had gotten until, like, right at the end, you know, when I looked at the screen, um, you know, because, you know, Neo and I were just in the, <laughs> in the moment of, of you know, I'm I'm playing my music, I'm queuing my stuff up, I'm, I'm I'm enjoying his music as well because his catalog is so amazing. Yeah. And then I look and I see like, man, eighty thousand people crazy are watching this, and it's you know, it's for R and B music, it's to hear R and B music. It was it was fantastic. So yeah, it was an amazing, almost kind of like surreal feeling. Like you know, when you really think about it, like eighty thousand people have stopped what they are doing to watch. Neo and I. Yeah, I That's mean, well, crazy. what was your relationship like with Neo before this, and and are you guys uh, are you guys at each other's necks now? Like, are you guys like good? <laughs> I know it was very intense. Uh, no, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, we have always been friends. Um, you know, I first came to know about him, I guess, around maybe two thousand and five, when I first started working with the uh, the Stargate production team, and you know, he had begun working with them first, and um, we would meet each other in passing. And I was telling him, you know, I spoke with you know L.A. Reid years ago, and L.A. was just asking me, you know, who do you like? What writers do you think are really special? What new guys? And I said, man, that Neo guy mm. is is really special just the quality of what he does his lyrics his you know his melody so i've always been a fan of his music and just familiar with the catalog so yeah we've we've been friends for uh a long time and i i um i posted a picture the other day on my on my ig and it was him and i and mary j blige hanging out in in las vegas and it was <laughs> like back in oh seven uh, you know so yeah i've I've always been a fan of Neo and, and him and I have, you know, had a uh, uh, a cool relationship for, for years now. So knowing knowing his catalog, knowing your catalog, and you're going into something where this was this was a great battle for so many reasons. But I think once everyone got the, the rules right and understood that, OK, we're going to give only, you know, this amount of time, we're going to have this amount of songs and there was some structure to it. How did you consider which way you wanted to approach this or were you open to the fact that he may throw something and you would like, you know, be able to maneuver in a couple different ways? Right. Yeah. So and it's crazy. So with the rules, um, you know, Neo and I had kind of because we had watched the battle the night before that had slightly less structure. <laughs> slightly. So slightly, and slightly yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and so, you know, Neo and I had actually come up with the rules, so I'm happy to see that they've continued to keep going. Now, Neo and I had said 25 songs, mm. uh, and, and when, when we talked to Swiss, it was Swiss who, you know, uh, recommended because, you know, he it's him and Timbaland's yeah. platform, and yeah. he's like, I, you know, I've kind of been just watching the, you know, the trajectory and how things are the ebb and flow and, and, and how things have gone. So I recommend 20, but all the other rules, as far as the 90 seconds, that's, you know, what Neo and I discussed. So I'm, I'm happy to see that they've continued with that in the subsequent battles. But as far as the playlist, 
I put it together. I moved some things around. Um, there were there were about three songs that were played out of the sequence that I had them. So I it was it it had some fluidity to it, but for the most part, it was uh, it was already a uh, a set offense, so to speak. <laughs> yeah. What what's a song that like almost got played? Um. So a song. So I had I had five in the queue. I had a Janet record. Janet and Nelly call on me. Mm. Um, Monica's every time the beat drop, Tamia still, Joe's let's stay home tonight. Man, um, you know, so yeah, there there were a couple that I still had had on deck. Did you hear from anybody afterwards that you were very surprised had been tuned in and was appreciative for what you had done? Um, no, well, I um, like when I'm I'm uh, I'm turning in like maybe like ten minutes after. Um, Jay-Z called, so I was, I was, I wasn't, I mean, I talked to him often, so I, I wasn't surprised to hear from him. I was surprised that he was watching. Yeah, yeah, um, what's his so Instagram I, I account? Thought, <laughs> right, ex- exactly, so that's, you know, it's like, oh, I, yeah, right, because I'm like, I know you don't have an Instagram, so, uh, but of course you have access to one, so yeah, he, um, he had, he had sent me a text, you know, it's like, wow, man, it, you know, if people didn't know who you were before tonight, they certainly know now. And uh, then he called about five minutes later and, uh, you know, we got a chance to talk. But no, everyone, the response from the industry and people who reached out were just like, man, I'm I'm really happy that the world is kind of getting to see, um, you know, what we have known and and really seen the the breadth of your catalog and and to be able to appreciate it. So it was was just cause of, you know, congratulations and happiness. And I'm I'm just happy to see. you know, people on, you know, understanding who you are now. Yeah, it was pretty, it was pretty spectacular, I think, across the board. Um, Were you ready for, if it was not Neo, to battle anybody else? And has there been any talk of doing a a tournament style thing where you would take your catalog and keep going as you, you know, win more battles? Um, Yeah, so I I don't know about the tournament thing. Uh, With with Neo, it was... um, that that's who I, I the battle came about because I reached out, you know, um, to his people and then he came back and said, you know, okay, I'm with it, let's do it. And so we had already kind of began to form it, but then, you know, Swiss heard that we were doing it and reached out and was, you know, gracious enough to extend him and Timbaland's platform. He's like, Yo, I appreciate you guys wanting to do this. Let Tim and I bring it under the umbrella and and promote it and give it the curation that it needs and deserves. Um, so yeah, there was no one else in, in that, that I was thinking about, uh, you know, cause it was, you know, it was Neo and I who had kind of had a conversation and then we were able to bring, um, you know, the heavy hitters in, uh, once we had, you know, discussed and, and decided on everything. Who else was in your room with you when this was happening? Uh, so my big brother, Troy Taylor, who I collaborate with off, often, and he's actually, um, he produced sweet lady uh for tyrese and that's actually him singing all the backgrounds on uh sweet lady wow and, wow and he and he signed trey songs and he's just been, he's been a mentor and uh you know kind of a guiding force you know since i was you know uh we we high <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah um can you tell me about the story behind sweet lady because like i've seen that you wrote it when you were 15 but i've also seen that you wrote it when tyrese was signed to rca after you so what what's the timeline yeah, what's the like? timeline right yeah so i was signed to rca and then i got dropped um you know i was signed at 13 dropped around 15 and sweet lady was a record that troy and i we worked on um you know shortly after i got dropped and then uh then tyrese got signed to rca and they came to to troy and his partner at the time charles uh for a record and he was like man i think we should give him sweet lady um so that's that's how Tyrese got that record. So the record was done before Tyrese had his deal and it just worked out that, you know, and, and, and I wrote it at 15 and it just worked out that by the time it was placed, it was placed on Tyrese, you know, who had been signed to the company that I was dropped from. So a couple questions. One is, um, at 13, is that, is that, or, or 15, is that too early to, um, feel the weight of, of being dropped by a major label? Do you, or, or, in that time, do you feel like, like just, you know, devastated because that's like your one and only chance? 
Absolutely. It was, it's the latter because, you know, I was upset and, and hurt. I mean, you know, you it's a everybody's dream, like or as, as far as an artist and even more so back then, you know, today artists are able to, to get their music directly to the public. And there's so many platforms. But, you know, back in 1993, when I was 13, you know, that it was huge to have a record deal like that was like amazing. Like, wow, I've been signed to a record deal. So, yeah, it was devastating. And but it it really led to me writing more because I there were no other deals from a, a record deal perspective for me to go and get. So my way to be around the music industry and to continue to keep at it was to write songs. Well, was there someone um, who who sort of like led you in that direction? So that was Troy Taylor who who, who definitely led me down that path and and you know um, encouraged me to write and encouraged me to you know keep at it that way. Yeah. Um, and my other question about Tyrese is uh, we've heard that Tyrese has the most amazing backyard. Yep. He's got a Benny Hanna's back there. He's got a, a Starbucks. Yeah. He's Heck. got Club, uh, Club Tyrese. What is it called? I, it, 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 it might be Club Tyrese. But um, have Club, you. No, it's Club Voltron. Oh, right? Club Voltron. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's Voltron, I think. Yeah. Have you, have you <laughs> sat down and eaten at the Benny Hanna's there? I have not. So I have not been to his home in L.A. I've been to his home uh, here in Atlanta. Yeah. He, has a, he has a great place here. Uh, and it's got like Transformer statues, which is Man. which is crazy, like in the foyer in the backyard. Uh, <laughs> but no, no, I have not had a chance to uh, enjoy hibachi uh poolside with with Tyrese. <laughs> By the way, we uh, so we th- we have a podcast. You're currently on it, obviously. But we um there was a thought that we were going to get Tyrese's Benihana chef yeah. to be on our podcast, was, yeah. which would be an incredible <laughs> nice. conversation. Um, I also want to know, so at the end of the, the, um, the battle, you know, you want to go out and you want to celebrate. It's currently quarantine everything. So what did you do after? Like, what, how did you like release that energy? Um, so yeah, I was at the studio. I drove home and, uh, my my wife and I continued our, uh, I, you know, I had been drinking cognac during the <laughs> yeah, entire <yep>. battle, <laughs> uh, so we we just continued. So that I, I was getting hit about that. You like you asked who was calling, people were calling to just find out like how did your glass never empty because we couldn't <laughs> we couldn't see you pour, and it's like did you have a bartender that I'm like no it was just slightly off camera but no we just we came home and. And we celebrated and 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 just uh, in, in enjoyed the company of I, each other. And and I was getting calls till like, you know, midnight, one o'clock in the morning. Oh, I bet. Just saying, wow, what a, what a battle. There, there's been so many moments throughout these Instagram lives that people have really like clung clung on to. Um, you know, your cognac was one. D Nice's hat switches have been another. And also Neo's phone falling down in the middle of the battle. Did you guys uh, react when his phone would fall? Yeah, I was just like, whoa. I mean, I I was, uh, you know, so Troy suggested he had a stand. He was like, I want you to put it here, set it back. That way we don't, you know, and he, he's like, because I don't, I don't want the phone to, to get knocked over. He had suggested that before the battle because of concern. Yeah. Um, and then just the night before, the proximity uh, that, you know, one of the guys was getting you know that had with with his own camera he was like man i don't want you getting all up in the in the camera and putting your face <laughs> yeah <laughs> right up, right up, right up in the world space um so and, yeah we were like oh shit he, he yeah <laughs> and what was the consideration in terms of like how dressed up you got because i know that like you know jimmy kimmel and them have had like uh, uh formal fridays i know that uh we have a friend who celebrated a birthday and we all like you know went in her zoom and like my brother and I here got dressed up at the last minute, you know, to make an appearance in that Zoom. How did you consider yeah. your wardrobe? So, you know, as as an artist, you know, my my friends call me Sinatra, you know, <laughs> so, you know, J- Jermaine and, and Jay-Z, they're all like, you know, young Sinatra, <laughs> um, c- because I'm always, uh, you know, dressed up um, a lot of times in a tux, like I, you know, Jay-Z and I have a rule about, when we go to Vegas, like, you know, we're never not in a tux. Well, were you, uh, in, were you in, in a tux in with that, in that picture with, with Neo, Neo and, and Mary? Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> so, and that was in Vegas. Like, so <laughs> that, yeah. the, the, the rule has, that has been gone ongoing. And so I said, you know, 
Um, this is going to be for a lot of people the first time that they find out who I am, right? Because, um, you know, I mean, and, and shout out to Neo because, like, how huge was his platform already? So he he didn't have to do it to to raise my visibility. So I'm like, okay, people are going to be watching this. They're going to be tuning. In. A lot of them don't know who I am. So in addition to the music, like, I got to come as me. I got to come as Sinatra and and throw on the uh, the bow tie and, and everything. So I, I always knew I was going to wear a tux. <laughs> um, were there any songs in the battle that hit off way bigger than you thought they might have? Um, Tony Braxton's Just Be a Man About It got some really, really great response. Mm. Um, I, I, that one... Um, and genuine stingy. Mm. Um, I, 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 I mean, I knew that they were, you know, uh, you know, solid records and, and hit records, but, uh, those were the two that kind of, you know, surprised me. You know, when you get to the last six songs, you know, the response to those is not really surprising because you saved them because you know, the magnitude, yeah. you know, of the, of the songs when you play them. So, but yeah, those two, I would say the Tony Braxton and the genuine song. Jonte, this is a, um, it's an unprecedented time. I think we're all trying to figure out how we move in this, in these days and months and, and, you know, moments that we live in. Um, how do you get inspiration when there's so much darkness outside your windows? Um, I think we draw inspiration from just wanting to share our art, uh, with the world. Like, you know, I, I did an EP that I put out a couple of weeks ago and it was just like, okay, you know, I know everybody can't, you know, get out and, and, and people are stuck at home. So it, it seems like it's incumbent upon creatives and artists. Like, like this is kind of the time, like if, if you will, like where, um, you know, we mobilize and galvanize our resources to, you know, give people the, the things that get them through, like it's incumbent upon creative. So when you're thinking about like, wow, someone, cause those are the comments that I saw that, that was like the biggest thing when people, I saw comments like you, you made my night and just for an hour and a half, you took my mind off of the very real circumstances that, you know, that we're gathered under, but you took my mind off of it and you made me feel good. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's what we've been seeing with the D nice quarantine party. JD put on a great DJ set yesterday. Killed it, oh, killed four, it last four night. Day. That was crazy. Right. You know, just, you know, all Atlanta music and you, and, and, you know, especially for people in Atlanta, because you, you, you're proud because you're like, wow, you know, 17,000 people have joined that, which is the equivalent of the State Farm Arena, but it's all over the world. And it's my city. Like, I'm so proud of my city that JD can spend for two hours with only Atlanta music and not run out of music, still had plenty more music to go. Um, and Keisha then, Bottoms and was in John, there. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And then our, our former mayor, uh, Kasim Reed. And, and, you know, and then last night with Lil John and and t-pain it, it's i think that's where creatives are drawing their inspiration you know because it feels good to us to make other people feel good and to see that music as it's as it always has has been kind of the 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 uniting factor um you know for all people like everyone loves music and you really see that the universal language that music is so i, I think that's where i draw inspiration from and, and and I think that a lot of other creatives are are drawing inspiration as, as well. We we just want to share our share our art, and that's the beauty of it, right? Because now it's you're seeing true artists be excited to share art. It's not about the money. It's not about ticket sales. It's like I'm an artist. I have art. The world loves the art, and and this is the least that I could do for for the world. This is my contribution during this time. And, and, and however pale in comparison it is to, you know, people like our healthcare workers who are really on the front lines, yeah. you know, giving all that they have, it's like, man, this is the least that we could do. Uh, so I, I draw inspiration from that. Well, well, that's beautiful. Yeah, that is. And thank you, honestly, for your contributions uh, thus far. You really did make a lot of people's nights and, and days after if people tune in on YouTube and see the, the, the full, you know, battle. Um, Jonte, stay healthy down there. Stay safe. Stay indoors. Um, and we really thank appreciate you. Thank you. Same to you guys. Thank you very much. Really appreciate you and, uh, and be well. 
You as well, brother. Take care, guys. Bye. Jeff, let's call out to Los Angeles, California and get DJ Khalil on the phone. Yeah. Yeah. Hello? Khalil. What up? What's up, man? What's happening? How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. Um, You are a father. You have kids at home. How is this all going? <laughs> uh, <clears throat> it's uh it's just been an experience man like it's just you know like i i'm trying to you know it's like we're, we're me and my wife are just trying to set a schedule and just trying to keep them on it and like i'm trying to slip in work when i can and it's still been busy thank god so i'm just i'm just working working through it but it's i love being with the kids so it's like you know it's it's an added bonus but it's definitely like it gets frustrating at times when you're trying to lock in creatively, <clears throat> you know, and just trying to, man, stay stay on top of things. You know what I mean? Yeah, so they're, it, I they're, mean, it throws off the whole rhythm, really right? Yeah, the whole rhythm, man. Just yeah, and just trying to create space. You know, when you're trying to be creative, you need like, you need to, you know, you just you want to be in a zone. Yeah, you know what I mean. So it's, it's it's definitely hard to just get into a zone when the kids are in here and like I got a two year old and a four year old, so. They're coming in like, you know, I got a little basketball hoop in my, my little, you know, room, yeah. my, my, my work, my, my office, and they're, they're in here playing basketball. And, all that, so. and so, then I want to play with them. So, you of know. course, <laughs> are you, are you working mostly at home right now and not at your studio downtown? Yeah, I'm, I'm working. Uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I just, I actually just moved out of my studio. So oh, wow. I'm, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm kind of like in between spots. Um, right now so until the next one is kind of up and running i'm still working that out right now but so for, for now i'm working at home so it's, it's kind of been like perfect timing really and yeah i feel like i've been just as productive to be honest like so have, um, have people home. have people collaborators artists whoever been reaching out to you uh to start stuff for the first time or are these mostly like relationships that you've already had now that you're like oh it's easy just to have that second hand and email stuff over and that's no problem yeah i mean new people have been reaching out you know i'm doing a lot of tv and film stuff so mm. that's been cool and like you know so i've been like you know deal, you know doing that on top of that you know they have like pretty strict timelines even though all this crazy stuff is going on uh, but um <clears throat> but yeah there's been like new people that you know i haven't really dealt with but you know they just been reaching out and i've been sending beats you know they've been asking for beats for everybody you know what i mean so yeah and, and it seems like everybody's in a in a in a creative space so it's not like they just want trap they just want whatever they want like they they want hip-hop you know what i mean which is great yeah it's just, it's just like man that's right in, in where i'm at right now so. are you <clears throat> are you in a creative space right now it comes and goes, man. I think, like, you know, just watching the news, um, obviously watching Donald Trump and the press, oh you my know, God. And his, his conferences is just, like, it's mind-blowing, you it know? Is. So I'm just, I just, I can't really wrap my head around what's going on and how casual this guy is about what's what's happening and how many people are dying. It's just, it's pretty, it's pretty unsettling, you know yeah. what I mean? So I'm, you know, I try to just find time to... I, you know, I just, I just, it just comes and goes. I, I try to, you know, create for, for a little bit, take a break, you know, watch something I want to watch. I just try to stay away from the news, you know, and try to keep up, but it's like, it's hard to avoid, you know what I mean? Cause you want to, you want to be informed. You want to make sure you know what's going on and you know how this is progressing. So absolutely. Um, so it's, 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 it's been, it's been hard. It's, it's definitely been hard. I've, you know, I, I've been enjoying like, all the Instagram battles and the DJ and all that's really, really helped, you know, just taking your mind off of, uh, you know, all these people that are dying and so, you know, all this suffering going on. It's just really insane. Yeah. Um, is there anybody that you want to see battle that has not yet? Man, I mean, I do, I do want to see just blaze and bink. I'm not going to lie. I mean, (laughs) I feel Um, that'd be a a battle of a different kind. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It would be a different kind of battle, but I mean, just, just as a fan, cause I'm a fan of both of them. You know what I mean? And, 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 uh, you know, they're like, you know, they've inspired me, both of them, you know what I mean? So I'm, I'm, I just want to hear them play stuff back to back. And it's just like, man, like how many producers will want to just, 
see them go toe to toe and just play classics. Yeah. yeah. So. So do you do you uh-huh. do you sit there on Instagram like we all do and just check out like for instance last night you see T Pain and Lil John go at it you watch like basically the whole thing? Man, I missed it. Oh, like, I, I had to. So I, I you know, because around the time when they're 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 kicking these things off, I'm like, I got the kids and I'm yeah. putting them in the bathtub. Yeah. So I got off and they were like, "Yo, did you check it out?" I was like, "No, I missed it." <laughs> so then I, I went I went back and watched it because I guess on. T-Pain's uh, Instagram, you know, you can go back and watch it. So I watched it and I was like, yo, this was, I'm, I'm so mad I missed it because I wanted to see everybody's comments. But it was, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm trying to be front and center for all of them because it's been, you know, it's, it's just, you know, I mean, there's just so many legends, man. And like to to hear their catalog and like, you know, to, to kind of, you know, be around it. Like Little John, like my, one of my really good friends, she worked for Little John and Jermaine Dupree. So, I was around them, you know what I mean. So yeah. you know, I went to school in I went to school in Atlanta. Yep, you know what I mean. So it was like you know to see him kind of come out of like LaFace and you know the organized noise and all these different people. You know what I mean? Like it's it's pretty Dallas Austin. Yeah, he's like the product of all. He's like the product of all of them, and and like three decades of hits is like insane to me. Yeah, really yeah. I, I was just. I'm sorry. Yeah, sorry. No, 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 no. Go ahead. My bad. I was listening to um to JD's set yesterday um for four four right. day, which was just like insane. Um, yeah. I know that you ha- have a great song that we were just listening to with uh with Big Boy. Um, how did yeah. you how did you uh, forge that relationship? Man, that was actually through Dahi. I I, I did that with DJ Dahi. Yeah. And, you know, Dottie's just everywhere and, you know, he's, we're really good friends and, you know, we collaborate a lot. And that was just one of those records like he, he made, you know, he I sent him the sample because, you know, I was just like sending people samples, just all my all my friends, all my, you know, creative friends, you know, cats that are producing. And, and yeah, he flipped it. And I, I guess he was already kind of working with with Big Boy. And then, you know, and then he called me. He's like, yo, man, I think we got a record on Big Boy's album. I was like, what? That's crazy. <laughs> So, you know, so that's kind of like, that's really how, how that happened. You know, shout out to Dahi, man. That's, that's, big so shout that's out to Dahi. Um, yeah, man. So you're, you're a lifelong, uh, West Coaster. When, yeah. when, uh, Governor Newsom, uh, a couple weeks back was like, okay, we're going to shut the state down basically. And everyone is going to do this, um, safe at home thing. What was yeah. your, what was your first reaction? Man, uh. I was kind of already freaking out when the NBA shut down. Yeah, like yeah. When, I, when the NBA shut down, that was kind of like the beginning of everything. That's when I was like, okay, this is pretty unreal. You know, I was like, you know, it was like the domino effect, you know. So um, shortly after that, yeah, I mean, the governor, you know what I mean, announced that. And and, and I was, I, I just, you know, I couldn't believe it. Obviously, I was like, I got to go to the grocery store. That was like everybody's first yeah. thing. It's like, I got to stock up. And, you know, and then it was just like, you get to Trader Joe's and there was like nothing. Then you got to, yeah. you know, all the, you know, so it was kind of like a panic at first. I mean, not really panic, but it was just like, yeah, I was just concerned because I wanted to make sure, you know, you know, we had everything we needed and for sure. And, and just, you know, I'm glad that we jumped on it. I'm glad we jumped on it early and, you know, and everybody's been kind of like listening out here, you know, in California for the most part. Um, because I, I feel like the Bay Area was kind of like the leader because they they shut down first, yeah, and then we and then we kind of came, you know, and then and then California just kind of happened after that, but and then LA the was Bay also Area. just like ready. They they shut down the beaches, they shut down the marina and everything. Yeah. Like, um, yeah, yeah. Here in New York, yeah. it's like people for the most part have been inside, but then you also have pockets where it's like people are in the parks, people are playing um, basketball, yeah. Yeah. yeah, people are still out there, yeah. But it's it's yeah. it's been I think um, you know some people just get it and some people are just I, I think just ignoring science and ignoring you know the doctors right. that's that's the really troubling thing. Yeah, I mean I, it, the thing is like especially living in LA like New Yorkers like you know like you guys don't have you have seasonal weather so you stay in already so when it's nice you know you want to go outside you right. know what I mean so right. the fact that you have to you're forced to stay inside even when it's nice you know what I mean like. You have to take advantage of that. So I get it. I get that like people wanted to be out, but I don't think they really understood how serious it was. You does your I mean? does like, your four year old understand what's going on and and the idea that like you can't uh, live see your friends? Yeah, and, live life normally right yeah. now. She kind of gets it. 
she's she, she's she's pretty smart, you know, because we, you know, uh, my wife explained, you know, that there's a virus and it's hurting people and, you know, and people are really sick. And so she definitely understands that. So she understands, like, we have to stay home. We can't really go anywhere. And, you know, and even when, you know, we have to go to the grocery store or whatever, I have asthma, so I can't really leave. Wow, you know what I mean? man. So, you know, I've, I've been, I've had asthma my whole life and I have allergies and all that kind of stuff. And, and my daughter, I don't, she's not asthmatic, but she definitely has like some respiratory issues that her, when she gets sick, obviously. So, you know, so we're, we're just being cautious, but you know, even when my wife leaves, my, my, my daughter's like, be careful, you know what yeah, I mean? So, yeah, yeah. you know, so she, she definitely understands my two year old is like, he's just happy that both of, you know, mommy and daddy are here and his, you know, he can play all day. So yeah. he's, you know, he doesn't know, but yeah, she, she has a concept of it, you know, but she's, she's, you know, they're, they're both having a good time, you know, they're, and, and that's like, it kind of takes the edge off to be honest, to be around them. Cause you know, it's like, it's really troubling to see what's happening around the world, you know? So, yeah. Um, is this yeah. true that your father played in the NBA? Yeah. Yep, he played in the NBA. My dad played for ten years. He was college player of the year in uh, nineteen sixty four. He was on the the first John Wooden team at UCLA. UCLA. Yeah, yeah, to go thirty and zero. Uh, his name is Walt Hazard, and uh, and he uh, yeah, and he got drafted first round pick, and you know all that kind of stuff. And he um, he played for the Lakers. Uh, he was drafted by the Lakers. And then, um, and then when he, and then he got traded to Seattle, and he, he was an All Star. And then he, he won a gold medal um, as well in Tokyo, sixty four. Could I sound and, any uh, dumber? Being like, is this true that your father? <laughs> and like, you, you list down his entire resume, and I'm just like, oh. <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, I, I mean, I grew up around basketball. Like my dad, <clears throat> you know, my dad worked for the Lakers, like under um, when Dell Harris went over there because he, wow. he was a scout for Dell Harris in Milwaukee so when Dell Harris went to the Lakers and they got Shaq and Kobe we yep. were there for the whole thing so we know Shaq and Kobe you know Kobe's passing was like I cried for like three weeks yeah. I'm not even gonna lie yeah and and he was so you know he's a Philly guy my dad's from Philly mm. so you know they had that connection yep. he used to hang out with my dad he used to send my dad all kind of like gear everything um and then my dad had a he had a stroke when i was in like 96 and then they kept him dr bus you know still kept him on staff and took care of him i mean that when they say laker family it's for real yeah. it's like and my dad's just you know he and jerry west were super tight they played together um, so we, and, and then my brother coached, uh, he was one of the assistant coaches and, and, um, under Phil Jackson, the second, uh, you know, championship run. So wow. he worked for Phil Jackson. Yeah. My, he's in Tokyo. He, uh, no, he's in uh, Japan right now coaching. So, but, um, so, so if, if, you know, for all intents and purposes, you bleed yeah. purple and, 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 and yellow, oh, right? All day. So, all day. so right. how do you feel with the Clippers buying the forum? It's, it's, it's crazy, man. I mean, you know, Steve Ballmer is an amazing owner. Yeah. And, and it's like, I love, you know, I, I like Kawhi. I like Paul. I, I just can't be a Clippers fan. Just, <laughs> you know, there's no way I'm going to root for the Clippers. I'm, I'm like praying that they don't win a championship. Like it's, you know, it's, it would the, break the your heart runs. if your children rooted for them. Yeah, like, you know, my kids will never know, like, the Laker <laughs> dynasty, you know. Yeah. <clears throat> They'll think the Clippers are, you know, but it's it's exciting for basketball. Like it's, you know, and, and I think like the Clippers need to go. I think the Lakers should have the stable center and yeah. they should be wherever. I just thought they'd be in like our t-shirts. You know, <laughs> like, you know, for them to go to Inglewood and take over the form, it's going to be crazy, man. It's going to be LA is just, you know, is on fire in terms of sport. So it's like, you know, yeah. Well, and then, it's gonna be so basketball is, is, is everything in your life. And then all of a sudden yeah. the NBA is, is the first, you know, as you said, the domino that tips and everything else follows that had to be just shocking when you saw that. Yeah, man, I was, I was like, I was pretty devastated because this was like one of the best seasons I've seen in a long time. And like, and just, you know, and, and it's, it's a release, you know, even when I'm working, man, to have to, to, to know that a game is on, it's like, man, I can, take those two hours just to watch the game and like you know and 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 work through it and you know all that kind of stuff but how would you, been, you how know, would you have felt if the nba did play games without fans i wouldn't it wouldn't it just wouldn't be the same yeah i mean i'm glad they i'm glad they shut it down i mean they you know 
they, I think until this thing is resolved, especially when players start getting sick, you know, yeah, yeah. Just testing positive, it's like, you know, you just, they travel, you know, all that kind of stuff. So it's kind of like they needed to shut it down completely. I think they made the right decision for yeah. sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, are you yeah. excited for the Michael Jordan documentary that's coming out? Oh my God, I can't wait, man. <laughs> I cannot wait. I cannot wait. And it was like, you know, I'm a magic guy. I was not a Jordan guy. Right. But you know, obviously he's the goat and, you know, I had an appreciation afterwards, but like when it was happening, I was like, you know, Lakers all day. So yeah. well, by the I way, can't, I can't wait to see it. So like, you know, we grew up as Knicks fans and right. this is like how psychopathic I am. I've never <laughs> worn um, a pair of Jordans except for like, oh my God. I, yeah, I got, I got one pair of uh, Jordans uh, as a gift just recently and I've worn them once, <laughs> right. but not like outside. Right. <laughs> and like, meanwhile, right. I'm not even like a really big Knicks fan, but, but I think that, I think that the, the coolest thing is that you're going to see, yeah, uh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see him in HD and, yeah, for and, the first time and like admire, right. um, all of that. Uh, I do want to ask before we get too far, um, you said yeah. that your brother is coaching in Japan. How yeah. has the I know the response has been better than here um, and, and better than expected than most places. But like, how, how has your brother's experience during this time been? Man, it's been I mean, he's, you know, he's like an hour and a half outside of uh, Tokyo. I forgot the name of the city off the top of my head. But mm-hmm. he um, but they're they've had like I think they've had like maybe like 14 cases. And that's not even where he is like like Tokyo or something like that. I mean, he was, what he was telling me, it was like uh, up until like maybe five days ago, it was like they could go er everywhere. It wasn't even, you know, they just started like telling people, okay, you can go to the grocery store, you can go to restaurants, but you know, be cautious. You know what I mean? So now they're, I think they're, they're edging towards like lockdown and he's been, he's been pretty bored because they shut down the league. So Mm. he's, so they 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 were doing like you know scrimmages and stuff like that and workouts and now they they just completely like shut that down. So he's he's there until like May. I think they're finished in May. So he's he's kind of waiting waiting it out to be honest. He's like no no reason to come back right now. He's just like I'm just gonna chill here and yeah and you know and see how it all sorts out or whatever. And then then he'll make a decision but i I think a big a big difference between um new york and los angeles we've always found is new york you could just like you know at the drop of a hat go and stop by someone and visit and like do things um you know just sort of instantaneously in los angeles you have to make a commitment to drive over to the west side or you have to yeah and then like (laughs) you know four hours later you get there and you know yeah but but (laughs) but but now and do you think that that given these circumstances, maybe like L.A. is actually like pretty well um, situated? Yeah. yeah, because yeah, everyone because, is so isolated to begin with. Yeah, I mean that's that's our we have we're a car culture, so you know everybody you you go to the store you you take you drive your car you know what I mean or, yeah. or wherever it's like we rarely walk and we you know we don't really have like heavy public transportation like that we have the bus, but it's it, you know. We, like that's how you get around in New York. You know what I mean? Is 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 subways and all that. So you're just on top of each other. Yeah. And it's, a, it's such a culture clash out there. Out here, you are definitely separated. You have, you have more space. It's just you know, L.A. County is just humongous. You know what I mean? So, um, so we you know you're 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 isolated off off top. You kind of stay in your radius. You don't really go outside of that. Yeah. And that's just how L.A. is. You know. So considering that these are such dark times, what's one or two things that have given you hope? Uh, well, I mean, it's just really family, man. Like my family, you know, and just seeing that, especially here in California, I feel like we've done a good job. You know, I feel like the governor's done, you know, like the governor's done a good job of just catching it before this, like, spreads like wildfire you yeah know, even though it's you know we, cases have been popping up um you know it, it could be a whole a, a thousand times worse you yeah, know what i mean yeah. so i think the fact that they're jumping on it you know so early is helping it you know it's, it's helping uh what they say flatten the curve or whatever but you know they keep you know it's but it's still spreading in other areas so it's just like you know, the more I watch, I'm like, man, like, you know, when is this going to end? You know, I, I don't, nobody knows. Yeah. Nobody knows. It's just like, it's really just, it's really just being informed and people taking it seriously. And I'm glad, you know, 
that people out here are definitely doing that and 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 you know and i just pray for new york you yeah. know i pray yeah. but it, it just you know that there's that it, it starts to go away you know what i mean yeah and, um, i think but, that will come with like testing um yeah I just don't know, like, you know, the, the, the federal response to this has just been so disappointing that yeah. it's just like, you don't even know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you don't know. You, you, you can't rely. I mean, you just can't rely on it. You can't rely on, on them. And, and which is unfortunate. It's like people talk about the infrastructure and in like Italy, whatever, but we're, we're not that great out here. You no, know not, I mean? like, not at all. It's, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's like, you know, I mean, we, you know, this is like a wake up call, you know, for in a, in a lot of different areas, even with insurance, all this other. Stuff, it's like, you know, it's absolutely it's, just, it's it's crazy how, you know, we get we get taxed, you know, for insurance and all that kind of stuff, and it's just and we have like, you know, and with, with stuff like this, the the response is just so bad, and we can't get the care and the test that we need. You know? Yeah. Well, I. I, I yeah. With all the money we spend, you know? I hope so. I hope first people take this seriously and we can get through it and then hopefully yeah. once we get to November we can make some real change around here exactly. and and start exactly. to right this ship. So Khalil, uh yeah. it's great yeah. to hear from you. Be healthy, be yeah. be safe, be inside. Yeah. And uh and stay creative, you. keep killing it out there. And thank uh thank you, man. And we'll we'll be checking in, all right? Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. All right. Talk soon. Stay safe. Jeff, let's get on the phone with Sonny Digital. All right. Yo. Sonny, what's happening? What up? What up? What up? What up? What up? How are you living in these crazy times right now? It's just regular for me. I'm, um, you know, I stay in my studio 24-7, and I'm in the cut, so I'm not, I'm, I'm used to this quarantine lifestyle yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like i mean but now you have to wash your hands like ten thousand times a day like are you are you still like maintaining your regular schedule of, like going to different places like um the grocery store like how how are you moving right now like i said i don't move everything <laughs> to me i order groceries um order groceries order weed order food order everything you know what i'm saying i don't really like i don't like going out like that anyways though you know like sometimes be a little, a little too much. Sometimes though, I be trying to. I, I consider myself a regular person and stuff. Though, but every time I go out, you know, it's, sometimes be it be a lot of people just you know always trying to talk to me, and, and which ain't nothing wrong with it though. But sometimes I'm going to get like groceries or something or anything like that though. You know, I just want to kind of solely just do that though. Sometimes. So have you have you been uh, solely focused on your work during this time, or is it like you understand that the world has sort of like come to a stop, and you're like, let me just catch my breath and take a break? Um, no breaks, no breaks. You know what I'm saying? My, you know, like I was really, most, I was really surprised that it leaked over into the music world, though, that we was actually starting to feel it, though. But not so much a weed, though. But artists, there's like performer artists who got to go on the road and go do shows, and you know what I'm saying? Cause I've talked to a few of my buddies that do. That that kind of I ain't gonna say survive off the shows though, but they make a big portion of their money off the yeah, shows and stuff. Yeah. Though, and he was telling me like, okay, yeah, this shit real. Like, shows probably canceled for the rest of the year, so you know they gotta figure out another way to kind of compensate for all that money they losing and everything though. For sure. But for like a person like me though, that wasn't just banking on that though or doing anything though. Like my job really is as a producer, most so is just to kind of like sit in the studio and make beats and shit though. You know what I'm saying? So like I said, my lifestyle really ain't just changed since this happened though you know what i'm saying it's just now i'm, I'm starting to see like um in my studio just the traffic just slowed down just a little bit yeah that was on my car that, that that was on my car though because if i ain't tell people to stop coming because of the stuff that's going on they would have still just been coming yeah you know, but that's about like the only thing i had to do just shut down my studio for a couple of days right now yeah, I mean, we, we see everyone has done that. You know, Cam Kirk shut down his studio. Uh, obviously, like, you know, we have a podcast where we have people come over to our spot, and that was that was a wrap. So um, how else have you adapted your life in terms of, like, changes that you have to make just, you know, for yourself? Are you staying at home more, or are you just, like, sleeping at the studio, or are you going back and forth? I'm back and forth. You know, my son, my son, my studio, like, real big. So I'll be here sometime. Then I go back down to um to the house and go down there for a few. But then only thing with me going home is that I get bored over there. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm feeling like I just feel like I ain't getting nothing done when I'm when I'm there and not doing anything. And versus like when I'm at the studio and not doing anything, I still feel slightly productive. But when I'm at home though, it's just strictly just like family, family time though. You know what I'm saying? Which ain't nothing wrong with that though. But right now I'm still trying to shit. 
I'm trying to make family time 10 years from now more enjoyable. Yeah, yeah. for sure. <laughs> but like, it's crazy because like we've been talking to a lot of artists and a lot of artists have been taking a step back. And so it's just like, you know, and there's no sports and there's no like culture really happening other than these Instagram battles. And so you're sort of stuck with what there was, you know? Yeah, and, exactly. and so like, what, um, what TV shows are you watching? Are you watching anything? Um, I haven't been watching. Well, actually, I, I haven't watched any TV shows. I've been I've been catching up on a couple of movies though. Like I watched uh, this movie the other day on Netflix called Platform. Mm, what is that about? That shit weird as hell, bro. Like <laughs> my 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 friend, my partner, he came over to the studio and he was he just begging me to watch the movie. Like you know, I like movies and shit though. So he's like, bro, you gotta watch the movie, bro. I'm like. <laughs> I'm like, bro, what the fuck is the movie about, bro? I'm like, you can tell me what the movie about. I'm going to watch it still, though. You know what I'm saying? But is it one of those things where he's like, if I tell you anything, then it spoils the whole thing? He's one of those guys, though. But what I was trying to make him understand is that the kind of guy I am, it's, it's not going to get spoiled until I actually see it, though. Because you could tell me, but I still got to see it with my own two eyes and really fully understand. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I was trying to tell him to tell me. So he, he didn't tell me. So I just happened to be in the studio working not too long ago, a couple of days ago, and I just turned it on. Yo, that shit crazy, bro. It was like, um, the movie is about like these people they sent to to this type of prison, but it's a it's like a it's like a long box. It's like a long box up and down. It's like it's in it's like levels to it. It's like three hundred and twenty two levels probably. On each level, it's two people on each level though. So it's like but, a New York City apartment. <laughs> it's like a New York City apartment. It's it's exactly like that though. But just 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 think of the middle of the of the apartment cut out, and on and in the middle of the apartment though, it's a tray of food that comes it, go, it comes down from the from the first floor all the way down to the all the way down to the last floor, which is like three hundred and something. Though it's a big old it's a it's a big old platter of food like everything on it like when you started when you're at level one that's when you got the best food as you keep on going down people keep on taking food off the trade and by the time they make it down to the way bottom there's never no food down there though. so the people at the lower part are way crazier than the people at the higher part though but then like like throughout the movie they'll change your level though like one one day you might be a level 22 but then you might go to sleep the next day you might be a level 166 <laughs> it's a rough night yeah. Like, yeah so like it's crazy and they're eating people and stuff like Jesus. it's crazy it's a good it's a good movie though only thing is I can say I was like okay the ending of it just kind of threw me off I didn't really understand like like what the ending meant though like and I want to watch it again though but I don't really want to watch it again though either yo I'll, yo, I'll watch it with you on the Netflix like party extension thing. oh there you go yeah, there yeah. you go um, Sonny, I, I got a question for you because obviously we live in a New York City apartment building much like that level platform yeah platform yeah. thing <laughs> um, but uh you know, and, and we spend a lot of time at home. You know, we live here. We work out of our apartment. Like you, nothing changes. But mm -hmm. what changes is that other people are home now all the time, too. And so mm -hmm. our upstairs neighbors are fucking... I don't know if they're doing dance routines. I don't know if they're just like... <laughs> they're, on, they're on TikTok heavy. Yeah, I yeah. don't know if they're like just stomping on like the floor just to annoy us. I yeah. don't know what it is. But at the same time, the conundrum is... We can't go up there and like face them face to face and say something because it's a quarantine. It's a quarantine. Yeah. So what, oh, damn. <laughs> what, what 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 if you were in that situation, what would you do? I was actually in a, a similar situation to that, like um like years ago. So when I first when I first moved out of my mama house and got into my first apartment, yep. I actually moved I moved into the fucking hood, but it was like the gentrified hood though, which meant like it was like nice little apartments though but it was just built over the hood so the people in the hood still was there though too right, yeah. right. you know what I'm saying yeah and so um bro where I stayed at this lady it was a lady who stayed above me and shit though she had kids in there that's even worse when yeah, you got kids yeah, in there yeah she had more than one though but what made it even worse though Yo, this bitch put a goddamn drum set in a fucking apartment, bro. <laughs> a fucking drum set in the apartment directly directly above where we were recording it, though. Like, oh. You know what I'm saying? So, like, every morning the kids just come in there, like, it's not even, like, it's not even on some, like, I can play the drums. It's like... It's yeah, like, the drums I'm are there, playing. and that's that's it. Yeah, you're learning. Yeah, so, yeah. so, so, so nigga just beating the shit. <laughs> boom, boom. Just no rhythm, no, like... You don't even, you know what I'm saying? Like, if it was five, you're like, okay, I might need to go upstairs and go check out, see what they're doing and stuff. It's like, you can hear him running across the, running across the apartment. One side, he run across, and you can hear him running, running to the drums and shit, though. 
get to the drums, beat on that motherfucker. Oh. It's early in the morning too, bro. But see, I used to take the broom and just boom, boom, oh, boom. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know what's your hardest fuck. I don't know what to do now, just because like you know we're not supposed to be six feet from another person. I don't I don't know. I don't know. Take the broom. Take yeah. the broom. <laughs> All you gotta do is take the broom and do like you just gotta put you you just gotta make them feel it like boom, <laughs> boom, boom. Just really fuck up our ceiling. <laughs> you you ain't got well. I mean shit. You good, <laughs> but I mean shit. I I rather the ceiling be fucked up than to keep on <laughs> thinking that the ceiling about to cave in on me and shit. Shit. <laughs> Um, okay, uh, I want to know, you're originally from St. Louis, what was the first no, time... No, no, I was originally born in Michigan. No, originally Saginaw. born in Michigan? Yeah, Saginaw. Oh, wow. Sweet. When yeah. did you move down to Atlanta? When I was a baby, right when I, right after I was born. Oh, so you can't claim Saginaw. <laughs> I mean, I can, my family did, so you know, oh, like, when oh, okay. I don't... Got it. When, when, I, when I don't claim Saginaw, they, they kind of, they, they, they watch me, too. <laughs> I, you know what I'm saying? So, like, when I... Whenever I do any type of interviews or anything, though, and I don't say anything about where I'm from and where my family and everybody based it, I ain't gonna say they get mad though, but they be on some man. Come on, man, you know we need our points for the same too. Yeah, yeah. but like so, you like, can't really claim a, a, a Michigan thing unless like you hold up your hand and you point to where on the hand mm. you are. Oh man, I know where I know I know where I was born. I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't know too much, you know what yeah. I'm but you know I just because at first you know like when I was doing interviews and stuff like I said I, I wouldn't never say anything about Michigan though now I'm some just not saying it though but I was really I was literally just born and I don't really know like my way around or anything like that like how I know Atlanta and stuff. yeah well yeah. so now so, like, now moving around Atlanta are you surprised at how quiet it is outside um I really like I said I haven't really been outside like in, in the um not even driving like, around I ain't got no reason. No. I mean, where, where I'm going to go? I'm going to be out here wasting gas. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I really, I, I, I'm not scared of driving. I'm just scared of the people that be driving. So I don't I don't like to drive too much. I don't like to go anywhere, like, unless it's, like, A to B. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm just not about to get out and go put miles on my car and shit, though, either. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, so having having this, this you know, uh, this period where people are not being in the same rooms as each other, are you uh, comfortable with the idea of collaborating with people by just sending emails? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I would actually probably prefer it that way on the slick though. Hmm. Unless it just depends on who I'm working with though. But I kind of prefer for stuff to get sent through the email. I do what I do, send it back to you. You know what I'm saying? But you know, I mean that 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 take a little more time when y'all just send it through email and stuff. But like, you know, I, I don't I don't really not mind it. I kind of like working. Kinda alone sometimes. I don't like to sound like a loner, but you know, in order for me to get my ideas and my creativity out, I yeah. feel like I gotta be at my most comfortable point. You know what I'm saying? And usually that's when I'm alone. Where I feel like I can try out things without people judging me. Or you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. And also, I mean, like you know, when people bring in a lot of people, like you might you might be inviting like one artist, but then they bring over like thirty people. Yeah. And so I'll be hating that. Yeah. yeah so yeah. like, what, have you been in like situations where it's just like a ton like? What's a what's a song that you created that was in a sort of chaotic atmosphere like that? Um, I I can really it ain't really I ain't gonna call it chaotic. It's just overwhelming though. Yeah, There's so many people you got to worry about everybody though. But like, like I'm not gonna lie, like any of the rappers that I work with, not all of them, but the majority of them, you know what I'm saying? It's kind of like that though. Like, like um. I don't know. I mean, it's very seldom that they'll they'll be they'll be moving along and you know what I'm saying, moving light though. But yeah, I feel like um, I feel like there needs to be a a lesson, a podcast, a show, something about studio etiquette though, because oh you know sometimes sometimes it ain't it ain't the artists that don't not understand. It's the people around them that oh, for don't sure. understand. Oh, yeah. yeah, you know what I'm saying, like. You know what I'm saying? So sometimes I can't all the way blame the artists if everybody want to come and shit, though, because, you know, like, if you tell somebody, nah, man, I'm trying to do X, Y, and Z, they probably start feeling some type of way, trying to say you move in Hollywood, like, not really understanding it's really like a job and shit, though. Yeah. Like, well, how about, how about the artist who shows up, does their work, and they leave, but the friend ends up staying? <laughs> Oh man, I never had that happen. They gotta go when they go. The friend gotta go when they go, man. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not babysitting anybody. Only time, only time something like that will happen is if we, meaning me and the artist, the friend that he brings is a very mutual friend of both of ours. And yeah, stuff. you know what I'm saying. 
Brother than that, don't hell not nah, take every, everything you came with. You gotta go with that too, bro. Like, what the fuck I'm gonna do with your friend? Um, <laughs> nah, like, how how have you been doing with with cooking during this time? Mm, well, I order a lot of food. I order a lot of food, and I be having a lot of chefs pull up on me and stuff. I don't really know how to cook though. Even though, I'm not gonna lie to you, like. Like I might be thirty next year. Next year, I, March, March. I just turned twenty nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So next year I'm gonna be thirty, and so like by thirty, I just I, I don't know. I be so I be inspired when I see like men that can really cook very well and stuff. Though, like it's a skill. Like, it's a skill. Yeah, I be like, bro, like, and then like it's not even like okay, it's not even. It's more so, it just seems so satisfying, like, pleasing, like, on some, oh, shit, I just made some fire shit. Like, yeah. I remember, I remember I cooked my mama one day, like, I made some, some, um, she had an air fryer, and I had, I had made some, um, some lamb chops. Like, I was just, I was shit. just trying out the shit, though. I was just going crazy. Like, I was just trying the shit out, though. But it just make you feel good, like, when people, like, when you get on the food, they like it, and it kind of make you want to do it some more, though. But, you know, um, like, my buddy... He kind of inspired me to really want to learn how to cook. Not off of just like, um, just learning how to cook though. But I'd be liking like the presentation set up, like on the white plates and how they have, you know what I'm saying? I just yeah. Kinda, I, 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 I like the art of it though. I'm not going to lie. Like, as far as like cooking and stuff, I just don't know how to do it though. Well, now, I, is, I, now is the perfect time to learn. Yeah. <laughs> it is. It is. I'm not going to lie. And, and, and you get hella bitches, you know what I'm saying? So I'm saying. Like that though. Like, like, you know, even though it ain't about that though. I, 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 I would love to be like able to, you know, just like when I asked my partner about it, he was like, it's more like a stress reliever. Like when he be cooking, it just, just yeah, leaves stress. You yo, know what I'm saying? And he, and yeah, we've we both found because like, listen, all this is so crazy. You can like lose your mind in any moment, you know, day to day. But uh, if you get to routines and cooking can be one of them, like if you're cooking three meals a day like we're doing right now. That is a stress reliever. It gets you away from your work. It gets you away from like the shit outside your apartment, and like it's just a chance for you to just really focus on something that will, like you said, please a lot of other people and and please yourself. You know. Also, it's a, an yeah. easy Instagram post. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You know. Yo, you know, Sonny, like, what do you what do you feel about the people who were like uh, heavy on Instagram? All the all the girls who would travel to like different islands. You think it's a, just a wrap for them now because they're all stuck inside? Hell yeah! <laughs> well, well, then, well I, actually, I will take that back. Let me let me let me take that back. You can travel at your own risk. Oh, right, right now? now, yeah, yeah, because yeah, you, you can go you, on you a mean? twenty dollar flight to uh, to anywhere, but it's just like you know, <laughs> exactly. hospital I mean, that, bills pile up. That that's tempting though. You know what I'm saying? For a girl who probably ain't never been sick, you know, they, they don't know how real certain, certain things is. Yeah, you see a seventeen dollar flight to goddamn somewhere you always wanted to go. Well, okay. Shit. How about how about how do you feel about anybody who's willing to pay for a fly out right now? Come on, fly out. What you mean? Talking about fly girl out? Yeah, yeah. Because um, that's a risk too. It's a, it's a number of risks. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm just saying like it's seventeen dollars. I'm gonna keep it a hundo with y'all. See, I just went through something like that. I took advantage of the seventeen dollars. Oh, you <laughs> not, not, not me personally. I took I took advantage of the seventeen dollar flyout. Okay? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but it wasn't it wasn't even me personally who who did it though. It was it was through somebody and it just happened to happen at the perfect time and he got the flight. But <laughs> shit, like he got the flight. Old girl came in town. You know, shit, shit. You know, shit, seventeen dollars. Shit, what you want? Shit, just make sure you have a thermometer. You know, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm good. We all good, man. I, you, I, for real, like I just, I don't know. I don't really get sick like that. Well, like, that's I good. Can, yeah, I don't really get sick like that. And if I do, I can. I usually heal. Like, well, goddamn, yeah, what's the know. what's the secret? Just stay out the way. Oh. I don't be in the mix. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> ain't no secret. I just stay out the way, man. Just kind of mind my little business. Yeah. Only time, only time I can say that I probably will get sick though is when my son gets sick. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because when my son gets sick, though, it's kind of you know you got to be around him. I might, I might catch a little bit of whatever he got though. Because you know I can't just shun him out like, oh you sick, nigga. I don't want to be sick. I don't want to be around you. Like, <laughs> you know. So when he gets sick, then I, I might, I might get a little sick with him for sure. Um, Sonny, we met you at the Trap Museum in Atlanta, I think like two or three years ago. Two years ago, something like that. Yeah. And yes, you gave us your number like immediately. Like you were you were super nice to us. We we had a great conversation. We really like chopped it up. And you gave us your number. 
how often do you give out your number to people? Like, are you that accessible or is it more just like you sort of have to, you know, earn your trust? Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to say I'm that accessible, but I feel like it's pretty easy to get somebody number in these times of days and stuff though. And if, if it comes to, to the, to like when we really, when we really, if you really need me, you can call me and I know you really need me though. But then usually I can tell people who, who I ain't gonna say can benefit me though, but are like, essential parts to certain certain things that I got going on just like how y'all how y'all, how when I met y'all I think yeah. I already had knew who y'all was or like how I already seen some things or I feel like we may have crossed paths like before that time we might have yeah it could have yeah. been Lonely Island you yeah. know it, it's, it's hard to say <laughs> but either way though see I feel like I'm pretty sure I had already knew who y'all was though. yeah you know what I'm saying so like that's why I was most on some like I had an idea of who, who, who y'all was, or so like. Then it just it's, it's a lot. It's a lot of things that factor into like when I give out my number or how I give it out though too. Yeah, like, yeah. We all in a when we met, we was we was back behind. Like we wasn't at the place where like right. Can, and like, also like in, yo you know had introduced us. Yeah, it wasn't general admission. This was like yeah, yeah, yeah. It, yeah. It, it, it all it all fall under the circumstances of how we how we meet each other you know what i'm saying and that 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 brings my comfort level to the point where okay i can have a conversation with this person this person ain't just about to get my number yeah and blow me up like i gave, I gave y'all my number two years ago this is the first call we had i know <laughs> You well, know what I'm saying? It's so like, yeah, I'm I'm someone who I I generally try not to give my number to strangers. Like, I give my number to everybody. Jeff Jeff is the worst. Jeff gives his to like just like whoever's passing. But by then the I'm street. also like annoyed when people call me on like even though I gave them my number. <laughs> yeah, I, I be on the same exact shit too. I'm not gonna lie, bro. Um, but I, I, what I what I can tolerate, I can tolerate a text message. I don't like calls. I feel like calls are very invasive. I feel like calls are invasive, and I feel like. FaceTimes from people that you don't even really know are yeah. just like very invasive. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, bro, like, you know, honestly, I, and I, but, try, I try to kick it to people. I'd be like, bro, like, don't call my phone because you got to understand I make music, so I got to use my ears and stuff, though. So if you call my phone and you try to talk to me or try to do anything, you're getting in the way. Yeah. You, you literally getting in the way of me doing what I'm doing versus when you can shoot me a text and, you know, get your same point across and I can hit you with a text right back, though. Instead I will say, your call. I fuck with the confidence that goes behind, like, a surprise FaceTime. <laughs> I, 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 I'm trying to tell you, too, bro. I, 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 fuck, I fuck with that heavily, too. That, that, take, that take a lot of confidence. Yeah, like, it does. Like, gonna pick this phone up. <laughs> like, come on, bro. Like, I, and look, it's on some shit. I be scared to FaceTime people. I ain't never FaceTime before. I need to have, before I FaceTime somebody, I ain't never FaceTime before. I need to have a long text thread. With yeah, them, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> The comfort level just got to be there, but I couldn't, I couldn't, some niggas just be jumping off the porch with that FaceTime call, like, bro, like. Yo, I'm definitely going to FaceTime you later. I know, yeah. I know. Right, see, you can FaceTime That's, you that's FaceTime that confidence me. now, yeah. you know. You can FaceTime me. I, I'll pick it up, though, but if you start, you like, uh, well, like, what you calling me for? Like, what you, what are you calling me for that you can't text me about? Absolutely. Well, Sonny, listen, it was great to speak to you. It was great to hear your voice. Stay inside as you have been. Stay healthy. Take care of you and yours. And, uh. And and shouts to your weed man. Who yeah, also, there you go. He should be wearing a mask. Yeah. <laughs> man, my weed man, we all we we all quarantined together, man. <laughs> you know, you don't go nowhere. We we all here together. We all good and healthy. Smoking blunts, making music. There you go. You know, well, we'll look forward to more of that. All right. I right, appreciate it for real. All right, take care, Sonny. All right, bro. Y'all be safe. You too. Peace. Shout out to Sonny Digital. Shout out to DJ Khalil. And shout out to Jonte Austin. Jeff. Are we back tomorrow? We are back every day forever. As always, guys, now for real, for real. Sure, sure. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Right.